This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. Hey movie addicts, welcome to Cinema Fix, your stop for the purest, highest quality movie reviews on the block. I'm Andrew Johnson, and I'm joined today by my fellow dealer, Monica Castillo. Hello, Andrew. Monica, your soul is going to be raped in hell. You know, I just want a dinner. <laughs> you seem pretty unbothered by my horrible statement about you. Yeah, I've been there, done that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just feel like these are the hate comments now for critics. This is episode number 44 of Cinema Fix, focused on the movie Evil Dead. If you're new to Cinema Fix, basically this is the show on Film Geek Radio, focused on in-depth discussion of mainstream blockbuster films. We are here to satisfy your addiction to quality conversation about the movies. And each week we release an episode in two parts. The first part, which you're listening to right now, is a 10-minute long spoiler-free review of the film. That way you can get an idea of what we thought about it and whether or not it's worth your time to check out. The second part is a much more in-depth analytical discussion that does contain spoilers. So if you've seen the film and you would appreciate that kind of conversation about what works and what doesn't, definitely listen to part two. This week, the movie we're going to be discussing is Evil Dead. Monica, why don't you give our listeners a little information about the movie? So it's kind of sort of a remake of the Sam Raimi original. Friends end up in a cabin in the woods. Stuff goes down. It is not pleasant. One walks out. It's definitely a remake of the original film, The Evil Dead, from 1981. The main difference here is that instead of it just being about five young people who go to a cabin in the woods on vacation, where they read from a book of the dead and, you know, start being attacked by demons, this is about a young woman who is... Her friends are trying to basically get her off drugs. She's an addict, so they take her to this cabin in the woods where they're just going to keep her there so she can quit cold turkey. And so at first they're not sure if what's happening to them is supernatural or if, it, or if it's just her hallucinations. Here. Uh, since she's... Want me to try again? Sure. <laughs> Five friends head to a remote cabin where the discovery of a book of the dead leads them to unwittingly summon up demons living in the nearby woods. The evil presence possesses them until only one is left to fight for survival. Did you just read the IMDb synopsis? Yeah, and it was basically the same thing that I did before off the cuff. So, <laughs> booyah. I'm okay. just as good as the IMDb synopsis thing. I, I All I'm saying is that the plot is a little bit different because there's some drug stuff. That's the only Is that difference. really what appealed to you, Andrew? I'm not saying it appealed to me. We'll, we'll talk about that later. I'm just saying that that is one difference between the remake and the original. Anyways, here's a clip. Listen, you gotta get out of those clothes. So this is gonna be easy. You don't understand. There was 
right, this is part one of our discussion of Evil Dead, so we're just going to take ten minutes to briefly discuss the film. I'm starting the clock now. Monica, are you a fan of the original Sam Raimi film, The Evil Dead, that, that launched his career, that also launched the career of Bruce Campbell? It's sort of a cult horror classic. Yeah. Ha- are you a fan of that film? I actually prefer Evil Dead 2. So bit. do I. Okay. I, I will admit, I also prefer Evil Dead 2. And Evil Dead 2 is, in many ways, it was the first remake yeah. of the Evil Dead. There's <laughs> <laughs> been nothing but remakes. Yes, much in the same way that Desperado was a remake of El Mariachi. You know, it's pretty much the same film. But, uh, but do you, I mean, do you like the original Evil Dead movies? I actually watched the original Evil Dead going into South by Southwest, which is where I caught this. Had you seen it before? I had not seen it before. I've only seen Evil Dead 2 multiple times for some strange reason. Okay, so so, so what was it like going from the original The Evil Dead and seeing that for the first time into this film? I remember I had a lot more fun with the original than this one. I don't know what it is about the tone. It's because it's a little bit more somber. It's because it's a little more realistic. Uh, trying to tie the whole detoxing subplot to it is too grounded for me. And if I, for something like evil spirits coming to attack a bunch of kids in the cabin in the woods, I'm kind of all for the camp camp. Like, go all out. Show me what you got. And it kind of hit those notes later on in the movie. But for a while, I was just more disturbed and it wasn't a very pleasant experience. You're saying the new film was a bit too serious and somber. Yeah, I like my horror with a little sense of fun. Like, it knows what it's doing. I guess, uh, how would I say it? It's, um, like, they're trying to make it real, like, this is something that could happen. And I'm like, I don't know. It's not funny. Ha ha, it's funny, man. Like, which one would I like to go see again? I would much rather pull up the old Evil Dead on Netflix right now and watch that. I'm totally with you. This movie, the the new version of Evil Dead, it is trying to be nowadays what the original one was going for. Like the original film, yes, now it looks dated and it feels a little bit campy, but it was trying to scare audiences yeah. at the time. Yeah. And some of the stuff in that film is still pretty gross mm-hmm. and disturbing, even nowadays. Well, even... Just the whole guilt factor that's drilled into this movie, into the new Evil Dead. That's a downer. Yeah, they're trying to to make it more serious. They're introducing this drug subplot. And the abandoned brother, don't forget, it's the brother who abandons the sister to leave her with the sick mom. Right. And I can sort of see what they're going for, and we'll talk about that more in part two. Yeah. And I'm not fully against the idea. The problem is they never really develop that and they never really give you a whole lot to hang on to Mm -hmm. they sort of just throw you into the middle of things yeah and as a result it was very hard for me to 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 feel attached to any of the characters like i'm not going to sit here and say the characters in the original evil dead were fully developed or really compelling but they all seem to have distinct characteristics distinct personalities that drew me to them whereas everyone in this movie just seems really bland and it's still like a lot of first-time actors and things like that so it's nothing about getting new talent out there and just screaming a lot in front of the camera it's really i think this has to do with the script i'm looking now there's four writers credited to the script no wonder there's differences all around 
Exactly. Including Diablo Cody. Yes, including Diablo Cody, director Fede Alvarez. A lot of paw prints for horror movie. It's, it's interesting to me that Diablo Cody is credited with writing the script because I typically associate Diablo Cody scripts with being a little bit wittier. Mm. You know, I mean, yeah. even a film like Young Adult, mm-hmm. which is a pretty serious movie mm. um, and kind of a downer at times. Yeah has some really memorable things about that script. There's nothing here with, with Evil Dead that is going to stand out, you know, an hour after you see the movie, let alone decades, like like the original. Yeah, it is it is actually quite forgettable. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I think the film does get better as it goes along. Mm-hmm. The second half of the film is way better than the first, and I think that's because things start to get bloodier and and you can tell Fede Alvarez the director he's trying to capture that sense of camp and that sense of surprise mm-hmm. that the original has really well mm. there are moments in this remake that i think are are pretty good and creative but it's not consistent and the the, the whole movie just tonally there's a different feel about all the gore in this movie than there was to the gore in the original Evil Dead. Yeah. Like, even though the original Dead, like, even though they didn't really fully embrace the comedy side of it until Evil Dead 2, yeah. there there was still a sense of fun to the proceedings. There was still a sense of Sam Raimi and, and, the, and the crew just kind of sitting back and going, well, what would be really cool? Yeah. What would be really, what would be really weird? What would the mm-hmm. audience not expect? What what do we want to try to do here? Mm-hmm. Whereas this new one, most of the time, a lot of the gore just feels kind of sadistic. Yeah. And it feels sort of mean-spirited. And there's no real sense of, dare I say, joy behind it. Yeah. And I guess um, one of the things that is obviously hugely different, Evil Dead, the original, was done on a shoestring budget in the backyard sort of feel. And it took, a, I think it was months, if not years, to complete, just because they would run out of film, they would run out of money, so they would have to go back and do it over again. So that sort of desperateness and that lo-fi, low-budget, low-tech approach, obviously, isn't applied here. They have some studio money. I mean, for a lot of the effects you see, it's practical, like a lot of the blood that's just spilling everywhere. But other ones where more gruesome, like bodily harm is done, it's usually just computer generated. Right. Uh, Bruce Campbell actually wrote a book, like a memoir, called If Chins Could Kill, about his experience as an actor and becoming this B-movie icon. And there are multiple chapters in that book devoted to the Evil Dead and how they went about filming it and just the whole process. And yeah, it was a really low-budget movie. They had to like be really creative in how they, they did things. And nothing in this remake feels particularly outside the box. Like, you can tell they weren't as limited by a budget. I do like that they use a lot of practical effects, and I think that that is for the best. And there are some good gore scenes in this movie. The problem is, like I said, it, it just doesn't really flow together very well. The, the first half of this movie, honestly, I was bored. 
Like, there's some horrific stuff happening at times, yeah. but I was just kind of bored because other than the whole drug subplot, it is a beat-by-beat beat remake of the original. Mm-hmm. And there's there's nothing really new, there's nothing really distinct yep. about it. There's nothing that makes me think, oh, this Feta Alvarez guy, he has this really unique voice. Like, say what you will about Sam Raimi, yeah. his movies can be hit and miss, but the guy has a really distinct voice and a real distinct tone and style well it also depends i mean he had to hold on to the material because otherwise you know the fanboys would have gone after him with daggers pitchforks and all that jazz so i think he had his hands tied from the beginning right and that's obviously the danger whenever you're gonna remake a quote-unquote classic film like this but personally i would much prefer a director come across come along and try to put their own unique spin on things. And and I think there are moments when he's trying to do that, it just never quite connects. I'm not going to say that Evil Dead is a terrible movie. There are some things that I liked about it, and I think Jane Levy, the main actress, I think she gives a really great performance. All the other actors are a little bit wooden, mm-hmm. but she just goes above and beyond, and she she knocks her role out of the park. And thank goodness, because otherwise I think this would have collapsed on itself. Right. She is really good. There are a few really cool moments, but overall, it's just kind of, nah. You know, it, it's, it's mediocre. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about this Evil Dead. There are other horror films coming out of South by Southwest that I think deserve more attention and would probably fit that criteria of like a good midnight movie or a good scary movie. Do you want to mention any? Yes, I have many. I love Cheap Thrills and You're Next. Those are my top two. I know You're Next is finally getting a release. It's yeah. been on the shelf for like two or three years. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Cheap Thrills is getting released, but it might be. Um, yeah, it's slated. I think it's slated for the summer. It was like one of the last deals out of South by. Okay, well then we'll definitely have to keep a lookout for those. Yeah, thank goodness at least there's someone in modern horror that's actually knows about what it is to give the audience a feeling of suspense and actual terror, like knowing how to put something at risk, something really at risk. Right. Because I that wasn't here either. I really didn't feel that much. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for part one of our episode on Evil Dead here on Cinema Fix. Don't forget to tune into part two of our discussion for a much more in-depth look at the film. And don't forget to tune in next week when we'll be discussing either 42 or Scary Movie 5 or something else, because I'm not sure I want to talk about either of those movies. I'd rather talk about 42. We could talk about racism again. We could. We love talking about racism. Yeah. (laughs) It is always my favorite go-to feel-good subject. (laughs) We'd love to get your feedback on the show. You can email us at cinemafix at filmgeekradio.com or comment on the website at filmgeekradio.com. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes. So if you liked this episode, please write us a review. That would really help us get the word out about the show. You can also donate to us through the website. We really appreciate your help. And don't forget to check out other great shows on Film Geek Radio, including The Thin Place. Monica, where can people find you online? People can find me online on the Twitter website at mcastymovies. That's M-C-A-S-T-I movies. They can also find my stuff reposted on the Boston Online Film Critics Association website at bofca.com. You can find some of my writing at filmgeekradio.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at writerandrew. If you do follow me, be sure to send me a message and let me know you're a listener, and I will follow you back. I should also mention that uh, we're going to be 
having a lot of coverage of the full-frame documentary film festival and the River Run International Film Festival uh, on the website over the next couple of weeks. So be sure to tune in to that. All right, I'm Andrew Johnson. I'm Monica Castillo. And have fun this week getting high on cinema. And don't try to withdraw by going to a cabin in the woods. This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!